you got to get passionate about this thing. If the cross doesn't move you, nothing will move you. I'm offering you something that's greater than silver and gold. I'm offering you something that's greater than an increase in your pay on your job. I'm offering you a... There's no shortcuts to the glory. We've got to get past week-to-week living. We've got to multiply our prayer life. We've got to multiply our efforts. And we are willing to give. God will always give it back to us in good measure. That is pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Hey, thanks for checking out our Christian Life Church podcast. You will be hearing from one of our pastors or guest speakers, either at our Frankfurt or Lebanon campus. Prepare your hearts and your minds to receive a word from God. Thanks for listening. Enjoy and receive this message. needs no introduction because you've been here a long time and you know him. For some of you that may be newer in this congregation, I want to make a connection with you before he comes to minister this morning. As we often give honor and recognition and mention our late bishop, Brother Price is the youngest son of our late bishop and uh, spent years here in this church before going to St. Paul, Minnesota to Bible college and then evangelizing and meeting a wife, Sister Debbie, and raising three wonderful children as they pastor in Arkadelphia, Arkansas. Recently, their church has started going through a bit of a transition as he is um, moving more into a bishop role. And so I know many of you know him as Brother Price, know him as um, Brother Dick. Some of you may refer to him that have known him since childhood, but I'm going to introduce him properly this morning because it is an honor to have a voice uh, in this church and in our lives, and I'm going to introduce him this morning. I didn't ask him for permission to do this. I'm just going to say this this morning, but I'm going to introduce him as Bishop Price this morning because that is the role that he does play and many people, and I want you to welcome him as he comes to minister this morning. Brother Price, come preach to us today. It's so good to be here. Um, I was talking to my oldest son this morning, 
he said, Dad, I know you didn't want to go under these circumstances, but you've been saying you wanted to go to Frankfurt, so now you're there, so enjoy it. It's good to be here. Good to be here. Good to see so many people. Good to see family. I don't uh, just share accolades, but I do appreciate all the Jordans and um, what's going on right now was the will of my dad. He's talked to me many times about it. He saw a couple of visions, and I think he saw what's going on here. That's how God works. And uh, tell you what, you're just waiting on it. You can be seated. I saw it on your faces. But it is, it's good. It's good. We, we've had Dylan and Kayla and Gentry and Destiny's been in our houses, and we thank the world of them. And uh, we're glad they're here. Good to see. I told Rhonda, I look at you. I told Sister Annette Jordan this morning, as I was getting ready to put my coat on, I thought, well, I'm going to go talk to Aunt Lois this morning. But you know what? I'm going to live what she lived this morning. Amen. And I feel that. It's good to see all of my, my family. And I thought yesterday, I really thought it was an outstanding memorial service. And I think it was just a wonderful thing. We live for that occasion. And I, I'm so glad. You know, there's all sorts of messages that a person could preach. Um, all sorts of services you can have. I like I liked these songs. I believe it. If you came in bound, you can walk out free. I believe all that. I believe in healing. But you know, there's and I'm not saying this at all against that. I probably shouldn't have said that before I say what I'm going to get ready to say. I want to follow this book. Amen. I want to follow it. There were times that God did outstanding things in lives through the Word of God. But there were also times when he just gave you the day. There was only one time that David killed a giant. Were there other giants? Yeah. But that's the only one God needed him to kill to do what, not what David needed to do, but to be able to do what God was wanting to do. 
The giant wasn't for David. It was for everyone else. You could go on down. There were times that Jesus healed one man, one woman. There were times that all, he, all it says was, and he taught them. And then there were the times that he healed the multitudes. And what I found encouragement, I was sitting here during all the singing and the worship this morning and just feeling good. And uh, What really impressed me, God knows what individually, what you need. Not necessarily what I want. He knows what I need. And if I can ever get lost in the spirit realm of an understanding of the presence of God, that God is taking care of me. He will take care of me. It's already in his working. If I can ever do that and find out what God is capable of in me, not in the church. This morning, now I'm taking a lot longer than I normally do, but honestly, I'm at the age I don't care. There's, there's sometimes, I felt about three different directions this week. And last night and then this morning, I just really felt like for whatever reason, this is what I was supposed to be talking about. There's sometimes in a message that you're reaching out, well, in a lot of things, different ways. But there are times when God calls a message together to minister to someone, not necessarily for the shout, but to get in here. You know, I hope somebody would walk out of this place this morning. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, I'd love for it to see you get the Holy Ghost. I'd love that. I would love to see someone who's sick walk out of here well. I've seen that. I've literally seen that happen. I've seen, and I won't get into, but I've seen those times. But you know what sometimes we miss? If someone came in, waited, this tough time, I'd love to see them walk out of here and say, something happened to me. I just... This message that I am going to, and I felt I'm going to preach or talk, whatever we're going to end up with today. The Lord gave me, and I'll explain it here in a moment, and I, I just feel that I'm supposed to share this today. 
I'm going to read two verses, one in James, the fourth chapter, and the other Psalms 145. But James chapter 4 and verse 8, the scripture says, you feel free to stand if you'd like. Don't misread what some of these things say. Draw nigh, near, close to God. And he will draw nigh to you. That's not a false statement. That's not just filling in words. This is directed to you. This isn't directed to the person necessarily beside you. You draw close to God. And then there's a promise. God will draw close to you. Psalms 145 and verse 18. The psalmist caught vision of it. The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him. To all that call upon him in truth. I feel, I feel a, a presence of, I don't, I, I'm going to say it, I don't mean it, I don't know how, why it's this way. I feel a weight, and it lets me feel like everything that I felt this, the last couple of days is right. God wants to do something for someone this morning. I'm telling you, God wants to do something for someone this morning. Don't you get it in your mind that I'm past the ability of God to touch me. Don't you get it in your mind that what I'm going through can't be taken care of. I'm telling you that the God that I serve can take care of anything and everything. And he's here this morning. Would you lift a hand and let's just love God. God, I love you. I thank you this morning, Lord, for the presence and the power and the wonder. God, I thank you. Help us today. Help us today, God, I pray. In the lovely name of Jesus, I ask. Amen. Amen, amen. God bless you. Thank you, and you may be seated. Hallelujah. Just to all the Fishback family that's come out today after yesterday, thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. Several, I don't even know exactly when, but weeks ago, I was at the church one morning, and I was praying for just different needs in our church. We've got, you know, it's the same anywhere. The only difference, it's warmer where I live. But, 
we have sickness, devastating sickness. And I'll tell you this, I've, I've got had this on my mind. I was so, I'm so glad to see Sister Met Jordan with a good head of hair right now. <laughs> Sometimes we go through things, but as long as God brings us out of those things, we're all right. But I was praying. I, we have, we have, and I'm not going to list, but some very serious things that I was found myself. I spent quite a bit of time, and some of these things were situations that I prayed for for quite a while. Well, if you prayed, you should have got an answer. I was getting an answer, but sometimes we don't realize we're receiving an answer. So as I prayed, and I was asking like I always seem to be asking, the best description that I could come up with I felt a shifting in my spirit as I was praying what I was praying. Brother Jerry, I was, I mean, I could take you to the spot in our church, and I was standing there, and I was asking. All of a sudden, something just overwhelmed me, and I felt the Lord was encouraging me in some of these things that should have been bringing me down, but he was encouraging me to encourage them, the ones I was praying about, thinking, God, I need some answers, you know. But here's what I felt, and this is what I'm going to be preaching on this morning. I felt the Lord. Now, I'm not one of these, the Lord doesn't speak to me every five minutes. If I get it once every 50 years, it's been a good five decades. I felt the Lord tell me to tell our church, and this is what I felt a day or two ago. You are closer than you think. can be way off, but you're closer than you think. My subject title is, How Close Are You? You need to look at where you are. I'm not trying to tell you that you ignore problems. It's not what I'm saying. I am saying we Sometimes we don't let God have the opportunity to work. But you need to look at where you are, and then it would be good in a time of prayer if you were to ask yourself, how close am I to what I need right now? Don't, this isn't one of those touch your neighbor, say how close you are. I'm sorry, this is going to sound awful. I'm not going to ask you that because right now I don't care about that. This is one of those, how close am I? 
to the things that have been weighting me down, to the things that have been burdening me, to the things that have tried to stop, stop me, to the things that have tried to tell me I can't get through. I'm standing here tonight or this morning, and I want to tell somebody you are not only can get through, you are about to get through, and God is about to do something. Amen. Some time ago, I read a, an account. It been enough to me that I remembered it, and I went back and looked it up. In Australia, there is a tribe of aboriginal natives. That just means that they were the first or the earliest known inhabitants of that region. They became known, and they are known yet today, as rain dancers. I don't know if any of you have that profession in mind, but you might want to listen to me. During times of drought for generations, these people would be called and still are called on to make it rain. They show up dressed like their forefathers, the same headdress, the same clothing, and, and they come in, and when they come in, they just start dancing. All right. But here's what caught my attention. They have a 100% record. It always rains. Oh, I don't believe in rain dancing. You got to. I just said it. It always rains. Someone asked them the question, how is this possible? And Brother Danny, they said, oh, we just keep dancing until it rains. I know what I'm doing. Sometimes I just don't do enough. Every life, and, and I don't know, this is more, it's all right, it's all right, I know it is. Every life has that moment when individually they decide, I will or I will not. It's mine. You don't tell me on any of this. You know, you don't, I'm talking about an adult. I hope some of the children, I'm afraid that some of our world has gone crazy and the kids are telling the parents and, well, that's another story. That's Wednesday night. Come back for another lesson. But the I will or I will not, the outcome of what happens to me is determined by my action. And so here we are. You got to look at it. The woman didn't, and, and I'm not going to relate all of these and what happened. I'm assuming you know if you don't, we'll talk about it later. The woman did not have to touch the hem of his garment. 
She did. There was a moment of time in that day when she had to decide, I know I'm not supposed to. I know everybody's going to be against it. But I decided I've got to do something. And so, yes, I will. I'm going to touch. The man did not have to stretch out his withered hand. The lame did not have to try to stand up and walk for the first time. Didn't have to happen. But had they not, it wouldn't have happened. I was thinking about it. When you discuss, and I'm again, I'm not going into details in any of this this morning. In the 2 Kings 5, it talks about a man by the name of Naaman, leprous man dying. But it said, but Naaman was wroth. When he heard what the prophet said, he was wroth and he went away. It says, so he turned and went away in a rage. Let me tell somebody this morning, God does not show up just so he can tell you I can do something. He shows up to do something. He shows up because there's a reason. Naaman almost missed his healing because he got it in his mind. This isn't the way I want it. This isn't the way I thought it should be. Please hear me this morning. God has an answer for you. God knows what you need. And God is saying, I will be yours if you will let me. Rich young ruler. If you be perfect, that's what you ask about. When he hears what Jesus says, said the young man heard the saying, he went away sorrowful. Think about it. He was right there at what he had requested, eternal life. But he went away sorrowful. And the scripture never says, but he came back. All we see of him is walking away. Jesus said, here it is. But he walked away from what Jesus was trying to give him. I really, really want to encourage someone today that may be dealing with things. Just things. <laughs> you can't compare what you're going through with what someone else may be going through. You can't say this is the, this nobody knows because you don't know what somebody else is facing and what you're going through may be tough on you, but they've got something. And so what I'm telling you, mine is mine and yours is yours. Do I care about you? Yes, but when it comes to this, I have to reach to God for me. I have to walk close to God and I have to find God. Sometimes the things in life are there to try to hold you back, try to stop you. I would, but... 
then you bring something out. I cannot even tell you how strongly I'm feeling right now to tell somebody you are closer to your answer than you realize. Amen. Not more confusion. Closer to your answer. I would like to plead with somebody that I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you need. I don't have any idea who I may be talking to. But I do know what I felt in the Holy Ghost. Don't stop asking him. Don't stop asking him. Please do not give up. Please, please, please keep walking. Keep walking. Reach out till you touch him. Reach out. Well, but I've tried. Try again. But I've asked. Ask again. Keep going. Don't stop in what you're doing. Oh, God. One of the, one of the, to me, strong points through the Gospels is found where the four friends take one friend to Jesus. What a, what a message that tells. What a truth that is. This morning I was thinking about it. How close did these four men come to turning away and carrying their friend back home? Doesn't say he healed anyone else. They came and they couldn't get to him because. Doesn't matter what the because is. They couldn't get to him. So they do... They were as human as we are. Would they not look at one another and say, well, we're not going to make it. Let's go home. What gave them the idea to go up and tear up the roof? What, what gave them the intent to go? I don't know. But I'm so glad they said we're not giving up. We're not stopping. But you know what has hit, hit me a long time ago? There's something that we need to look at in this story that we really pay no attention about, but is as vital to me as anything else. It's what did not happen that day. As much as what, yes, that man got up and he walked home, and yes, that was a great joy, but there was a crowd of people. There were other sick folks there, but why did they not why didn't somebody say, what I've just seen, I want him to do this for me? There were people that went home still broken. Let me tell you, this church service this morning is not about the singing. It's not about someone up here just talking. It's about the one that makes it all possible. It's about God saying, I just came to talk to someone. I just came to encourage. You. Don't you realize that God looks into your heart and he sees where you are and God orchestrates a Sunday morning because God says, I love you. 
Even if you may not know me, I still love you, and I'm still here to help you, and I still want to do something in your life. That started out, that passage in Luke said, and it came to pass on a certain day. What day? It was just a day. But you know, here, Jen, what if Jesus wanted to do that day? He shows up. What did he really want to do? I got to get this in my mind. I've got to get this deep into me. What does God want to do in Frankfort, Indiana on this Sunday morning? And it's already 1136 if you're wondering. What does he want to do in someone's life? Well, but I'm all right. All right, then it may not be you. There's someone sitting close, and I, I'm just going to say I felt it all morning. There's a broken heart in this service this morning. Somebody that feels hopeless and helpless. I didn't come to preach to you, but I feel it. There's a need inside of you, and God is wanting to tell you, I care. ask you what makes a certain day. It's not just another day, just a day. It's an unexpected day. You don't plan for those certain days. It's just, but it's a day that becomes different than any other day in your life. It's a day that began like any other day, but it ended quite differently than it began. First of all, we've got to be open to that certain day. i got to be open. I understand, and I've joked about the time, I know you're, stomachs are used to eating on Sunday. You can't get in your recliner and go to sleep if you don't eat in time. I got to be open for God. Well, tell me what God wants to do. That's God's business. That's not my business. I don't make God. I don't instruct God. I don't, God doesn't owe me information on this. That's God's business. But if he has something he wants to do today, will you let him? He walked by and the woman touched the hem of his garment. He made himself available to someone that wanted a touch. I mean, that's not deep. That's not profound. 
My plans can't be so planned out that if God has orchestrated a certain day, I'm going to miss it because it's not in my plans. I never plan a meeting with God. I just walk and I meet God. But he comes to where I am. He comes and brings it in. You don't, you don't decide today's the day that's a certain day. Today is the day that changes everything in my life. I just let God speak. Moses going in the wilderness like he'd done for 40 years. Come on, Sister Sherry. But this day, God didn't wake him up. Gary, God didn't say, Moses, today something's going to happen to you, bud. He went out in the wilderness, and his life was forever changed. It's amazing what a voice from a burning bush speaking to you can do to you. It's amazing what a spirit unction service and the presence of God can fall on you on a Sunday can do. David had his day. He just happened to enter the camp when Goliath was mouthing off. He didn't plan on killing a giant that day, but God had it planned for him to feel to kill the giant. And David goes out and starts picking up stones. If you look out through this word, God's touching lies from Noah to Abraham to Lot to Jonah. I'm just asking you this morning in these last couple of moments, could today be your day? What is God wanting to do? And I'm, I'm pleased, just maybe two minutes. What is God wanting to do for you? Not the person next to you. What's he wanting to do for you today? Do you understand that this day could change your life forever? For eternity. My plead, my spirit, the type that what I felt here. I'm pleading with someone this morning. It's time to stop turning away. It's time to stop saying, Well, I can't. He's doing all he can to try to reach you. Stand with me if you would, please. Would you just close your eyes? Let's just take a moment. Bartimaeus cried out, and his attitude was, I don't care what anyone else thinks. I want to see. You think I'm going to risk my eternity? on what somebody else may think? How crazy is that? Well, I, 
He comes to reach to say, come, I'm, I'm here for you. I'm here, I'm, I want to help you. Oh, but I, you know, what would others, what do I care? Lord, have mercy on me. My question, what did he come to do in this service this morning? I promise you he came with a plan. I promise you there's something he wants to do. What is he wanting to do? What is he wanting to do in your heart? Is it not time to say, I'm not going to question it any longer? God, I need you. It's not about mom or dad or grandma or grandpa. It's about me. I will step into eternity one day. And this day, God is saying, I'm trying to reach somebody. I'm going to ask you, as everyone is having a moment of prayer, I'm going to ask if you're in this house and you'd like to just come and say, I'm ready to make today my day. I'm going to ask you to come and stand here with me. It's going to change today. Something's going to, but I don't know if it can. It's going to change today my life. I'm going to reach to him. I'm going to call to him. I'm going to, I'm going to reach out and let him do what he wants to do. Please let him touch you. Please let him talk to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus, I love you.